Intimidation tactic that students are forced to see every time they enter the house. She added that there were concerns about Harvard University Police Department officers eating meals alongside students. It was located in... An on-campus Harvard University police station has been closed and numerous students and campus organizations are celebrating. The police department substation was located inside the school's Mather House residential hall. It opened in 2005 and was one of four on campus. A member of one of the main organizations advocating not just for this station, but to be closed, to be closed, but all police substations to be shut down at Harvard had agreed to join us, but then canceled at the last minute. Multiple students in the resident hall and groups on campus were glad to see the police station go. Student and Mather House resident Ellie Taylor told the Harvard Crimson, quote, the real effect the presence of the HUPD substation has on the Mather community is simply a violent visual intimidation tactic that students are forced to see every time they enter the house. She added that there were concerns about Harvard University Police Department officers eating meals alongside students. Another Mather House resident, Faith Woods, said, quote, I'm well aware that the police are not there to keep me actively safe. Having a police car sitting outside of Mather every night, which it does, doesn't bring me any sense of safety. The anti-police sentiment is not just at Harvard, at Columbia University after a bomb threat there. A student on the freshman chat room said we should thank the police for their quick response. He was quickly lambasted and forced to apologize for showing appreciation for the police. The main organization leading the effort at Harvard is the Harvard Alliance Against Campus Cops. That's the organization whose member originally agreed to join us. On their website, they've posted alternatives to calling the police. We didn't make what I'm about to read to you up. Their list of five things to ask before you call 911. One, is this merely an inconvenience? Can I put up with this and be okay? Number two, before calling 911, I need to respond. Can I handle this on my own? Can I talk it out with the other person? Three, no, I need backup. Is there a friend or neighbor, and now I'm adding a little bit of commentary here, who I can put at risk and I could call them to help me? Four, no, I need more backup. Can we use mediation to talk it through? Or is there a hotline I can call? Five. microphone back on yes. this is clearly a right-wing guy yeah <laughs> yeah god damn who is this dan abrams live he is displeased holy shit danny all right so we got danny's take on the story which i uh, just happened to find uh interesting I-, I had it saved in my little uh facebook saved folder as i unfollow and unfollow and unfollow so many goddamn things Make, trying to make my feed quality again. I made my I, I I took the quality out of my feed with an overindulgence in the tag group lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, the tag don't don't get in the tag group lifestyle, kids. It's fucking it's Hotel <laughs> California, man. <laughs> <clears throat> you can check out any time you like, but you can never fucking leave. All right, and so. 
I was doing a deep dive. Mm -hmm. I was not doing a deep dive. I was just looking at shit. <clears throat> uh, they have this, um, these folks over here, they call themselves the Harvard Crimson. Mm -hmm. And they have uh, an article up by uh, Jay Sellers Hill, uh, Crimson writer staff, uh, titled uh, Harvard Police Closes Investigation into Racist Attack Against UC President. The Harvard University Police Department closed its investig investigation into a racist attack against the um, undergraduate council president, Michael Y. Chang, um, 22. <laughs> I don't know if that's for 2022 or, or if they're 22 years old. Um, and it took place at the Quincy House last month. And ooh, this was posted yesterday. Uh, and a pair of emails to the uh, Crimson Wednesday, HUPD. Right, Harvard University Police Department uh, spokesperson uh, Stephen G. Uh, Catalano confirmed the investigation had concluded. He did not describe if a uh, perpetrator had been identified. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, in his uh, in, in his writing, he uh, quoting. Um, the investigation is closed. It was closed at the conclusion of the investigation. Well, ain't that something? I like those two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Overwhelming support for Chang um, uh, poured in following the attack last month. The Quincy House faculty deans uh, Eric Beer... Oh, damn. That's his name. His name is Beer Bomb. His fucking name is Beer Bomb. Why would that be your name? B E E R B O H M. All right, the dean's uh, Eric Beerbaum and Leslie J. Um, ah, woo! There's no way I'm pronouncing this one. Uh, D U H A Y L O N G S O D. I'm I'm out the game. Um, uh, those individuals uh, pinned a statement of support. And a Harvard Radcliffe Asian American Women's Association authored a letter of solidarity, <laughs> which was co-signed by 24 student groups. Huh. I wonder if uh, some of that, um, the very insular conservative black crowd, uh, I would say led by Tariq Nasheed. Yeah. I, I, I think he kind of, he leads that crowd of some hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. And um, I bet they, they, they would hop on this. Because there's that video from 2018 of the uh, those Harvard cops uh, punching a black student. And that's 2018, and this was a month ago. So they're going to hop on the, um, see what they're doing. They're doing this for their community, but nothing for foundational black Americans. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little bit more here. Uh, Chang was elected a UC president in November following a campaign that promised to defund the body and rewrite its constitution. His inauguration and several UC meetings uh, since have been marred by conflict. In a UC meeting uh, the week of the attack, Chang rejected a statement of solidarity by the council, calling it hypocritical. Chang speculated that the perpetrator was a UC member. Well, a UC member that... Oh, that uh, that got at him with the racist attack. That's right. Hmm. Uh, closing quote at the end of the article. Uh, I really appreciate the professionalism, dedication, and attention to detail of Captain uh, Negron. 
Woo! You got Beer Bomb and Captain Negron. <laughs> and ca the, the attention and detail of Captain Negron and Detective Serrate. Uh, the fact that Captain Negron and Detective Serrate spent weeks uh, tirelessly searching for the truth, which still is our highest aspiration at our university, reinforces my faith in humanity. Ah, and they're and they're closing the whole gosh darn uh, police. Story. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a lot of Harvard news. <laughs> I mean, no, not really, because it's Harvard. It's, it's like, fucking it's Harvard. Like, yeah, like, I, I, racism is bad. You're also fucking Harvard. Yeah. Uh, did you have news? Do we fall into conversation? Where does it go? I have so much news. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to cover. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start. Um, I don't want to start complaining about them fellers again, man. God damn, that can't be too many episodes this fellers? year. Oh, like the last episode where I was oh. like, listen here, brothers. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um... So there is, I'm, I'm enjoying the comment section on Twitter. Um, Karen Johnson, at Karen Johnson, Karen is spelled K-A-R-I-N, who is with a local outlet, W-L-W-T. Um, and this is where? Cincinnati. Okay, so this is like a, a news reporter with a local Cincinnati outlet. And this is what the fuck they're doing. Because, you know, I'm like, as, uh, you know, because my other job is right involved with sex worker rights, obviously. And I keep trying to tell people it's the same people. Like, all these crackdowns on trans people, all these crackdowns on queer people, all these abortion uh, crackdowns, as well as the, um, you know, like the sex trafficking panic where they're trying to basically ban porn and OnlyFans. These are all the same people. I keep trying to express that. No one believes me. Don't know why. But here's their new thing. Uh, this is the tweet. Meet Larry, the porn-sniffing dog. He just joined the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office as an electronic storage detection dog. It amazes me what he can do, and I'll show you tonight at 5. <clears throat> She's getting uh, kind of owned in the comments because, well, it's in the it's, it's in the actual fucking tweet itself. He's a porn-sniffing dog, but what does he actually train to do? Detect electronic storage. So what that means is, um, under the guise of fighting sex trafficking, right, they now have these dogs that uh, basically uh, will alert officers that you have electronic devices on you, cell phones, flash drives, external hard drives, things like that. Like, that's yeah. what this is about. And people keep pretending that this is about porn or this is... And it's like, no, your flash drive does not smell differently because you have porn on it versus if you have uh, recipes on it. So what does it like smell like for a lithium battery? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And so that's what's going on. And it's just like, this is just nothing but police overreach. So And it's uh, good. Strong propaganda, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And it's the dog, you know. Because, um, you know, people love dogs, people love police. But then you also have to keep in mind, like, where are we culturally right now? You know, so um, weed is being legalized <laughs> a bunch of places, so they can't just stab you. I smelled weed. That doesn't fly anymore. Stop and frisk. Like, yeah, they, I, I think we all know they still do it, right? But yeah. it has um, come, come under more scrutiny. And so what's the next best way to just randomly be able to stop people? Because if this is an electronic device, how many people are walking around with flash drives and 
cell phones and tablets and fucking, fucking iPods and shit. Quite literally everybody, all the way down to fucking children. So literally, they can just stop anybody because the dog will, you know, the same thing. The dog smells an electronic device. It's not there to smell porn because you can't smell porn, right? Yeah. So it's just there to smell an electronic device. So now they have reasonable cause to stop any fucking body. And yeah, like even the poorest person has a fucking like used or cheap ass cellular telephone because mm-hmm. it's a fucking life requirement now. Yeah. Right? Like even before like you ultimately pushed me into cell phone world, like I had an iPod touch and a tablet. Mm-hmm. Right? And I had um city Wi-Fi because I had a Bright House cable networks in Florida and their fucking city Wi-Fi is very goddamn reliable. Yep. Yeah, like, I used to, like, voice message you and shit on the damn thing. Like, yeah, I'm on the bicycle. Hey, whoop, I can talk. And, uh, fucking strong propaganda also because I don't know what, uh, what, what? Open up this. What kind of dog is this? See this dog. Oh, um, it looked like a Labrador to me, maybe? Yeah, it's some sort of like yellow. A, oh, wait, you like did. Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, you were actually looking at it on your phone anyway. Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh, she needs to see the color of this dog. <laughs> It, yeah, it looks kind of like a Mr. Peanut Butter to me. Actually, hella like Mr. Yeah, Peanut I, I think, Butter. Yeah, I think it's a... On the BoJack Horseman show, if you haven't seen it. I don't know if that's a Labrador or a Retriever, but I think it's one of those two. Yeah, that's a propaganda dog like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you gotta wonder, like, did they give the dog eye drops to make the dog's eyes glisten extra bright in the shot? Fucking probably. That's a good and shot, man. It is. And then, but then also, like, you played the video, that little clip, right? Yeah. You see what he, you see what he went for. Let's look at it again. I have yeah, it on the yeah, don't, still. Don't, yeah, don't, uh, it's like that don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain shit. What is he sniffing at? A cell phone. Yeah. He put his, and that's the reason he looks all cute with his face on the table. That's his signal to let you know he found what he was looking for. What he was looking for was a cell phone. Ah, that's good. And, and the Twitter video just auto-replays. <laughs> But yeah. Yep, and a... then boom, and then chin down on the surface. Mm hmm. Woo! So enjoy that. Um, because, you know, it's always wild to me what people will give up in terms of civil rights before a moral panic. Because these fucking swerfs and shit and these fucking right wingers are obsessed with this, like, there's a sex trafficking panic. There's sex trafficking everywhere. Every day, 10 million white girls in America are kidnapped from the mall and sold into sexual slavery. Like, they're really on this shit. And every time they do it, they, their solutions always involve more police and fewer civil rights. Every single time. And people keep going along with it because won't someone think of the children? But, like, this does not help the children. This does not help the children. No, this gets yo ass. Exactly. Right? And I, I, I've been saying stop protesting for some time. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw what they did to them niggas in Flint. It, but even then, like, I had a... I remember Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> right? I remember, what what was that shit in the battle for Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, God, I lived in fucking Washington. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, that's what some... I found out that some people I knew knew of this guy named Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Right? First time I heard that name back then. Yeah. Uh, and fucking... Yeah, like, so what's that gonna be for? Remember what side the police are on. We've right. fucking, we've gone over the news of fucking cops 
going to the damn the Donald Trump uh, flash mob in uh, January 6th. Right, exactly. Right, like we know what side the police are on. Exactly. So when the fucking Proud Boys want to go to some shit or Patriot Prayer and they want to make a big funky funk about something, don't go counter protest, right? Go down to a fucking trans youth shelter and fucking give a kid a dollar and read him a story. Shit, right? Go do that, right? Go fucking flip a bowl at the soup kitchen. Go do that instead. Don't go out there because the police are going to aim the dog at you. They're going to walk toward you with the dog. You're going to have a device on you of some sort, even so much as a portable charger. The dog's going to smell for that lithium. I'm guessing that's what they're smelling for, right? I haven't read an article. It's fun. Conversation radio is a no-research radio. (laughs) Holy shit, this is uncomfortable. All right, speculation radio, baby. I'm pretty sure they're sniffing for lithium. Uh huh. And that shit's gonna be on you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on your comrades, on your folks. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the, the the other side's gonna have them too, but the other side is on the side of fascism, and the police are fascists. Mm hmm. Um, let's see. I am looking right now. Um, and of course, who the fuck is this? The Whole Dog Journal. Apparently, that's a website. Whole Dog Journal. And the fucking propaganda of it. Um, let's see. Uh, humans have trained dogs to use their amazing noses to identify all kinds of things. Explosives, illegal drugs, bed bugs, cancer, even ancient burial sites. But did you know that dogs can help police sniff out evidence against child pornographers? Nigga. And then also... Like, Nigga, the no, sh- I don't want... No, also... <laughs> I want to be angry. <laughs> so, um, what they're, what's interesting to me about this is that, um, that I was, I'm not glancing. Sorry. I'm also, I'm trying to talk and like skim the article at the same time. It's not actually working for me. I just wanted to see if they were specifying what the dogs are looking for. Like what, what scent is, uh, you know, causing them to find these things. Blam. But, um, yes, ma'am. What did you find? I'm looking. Let's see. Um, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at them niggas over at the MarshallProject.org. Um, how do these ah. dogs actually learn to sniff out cell phones? Yes. Cell phones are essentially just another odor. In order to get the dogs to find phones, we imprint them with lithium niobate. Since lithium is commonly found in cell phone batteries. Interesting. What'd yeah, you- I'm, I'm seeing that too. Um... In 2011, a chemist at the Connecticut Scientific Studies Forensic Laboratory discovered electronic storage devices carry unique scents in their circuit board components, which dogs can detect. Armed with this chemical key, Connecticut State Police began training Thoreau and Selma. They're... I... Man, come on. What up? The fucking... I fucking hate cops so much. You should. They have a dog named Selma. Selma is famous for one fucking thing. And the police now have a dog named Selma to fuck niggas up. Alright, fine. Um, they, so- they, should, uh, they should outlaw this and call it the John Lewis Act. Mm. Isn't there another act already named after that nigga? Yeah, they're trying to do a voting rights act in yeah. memory of him, but the Republicans won't pass it. And probably, I think Manchin won't pass it either, because Manchin is a Republican, basically. Um, yeah, so let's see. Uh, officers started with large amounts of chemicals and gradually reduced quantity in planting uh, devices 
containing the odor in different boxes and eventually different rooms. After five weeks of odor detection and six weeks of training, uh, Thoreau, a yellow lab, right? We were guessing that these do- what the dog was a yellow. This isn't even the same dog, but. Yep, I'm and I have it. another one that's showing black ones of, it looks like the same hair length. Yes. Um, so a yellow lab was uh, given to the Rhode Island State Police. And on his first official search, he discovered a thumb drive containing child pornography inside a box in a cabinet. Um, what's also interesting to me is this article is saying the history of this. So they have these dogs in Rhode Island. They discovered this shit in Connecticut. Aren't those typically um, known as being very blue and liberal places? This isn't fucking Texas. It isn't fucking Florida. Hey, Rhode Island is uh, liberal? It's that's part of those uh 13 colony shits it is uh, that that shit's all yeah that's right like by joe biden's people i don't know shit all i know about is maine and paul the page is maine too far up maine there too far too far north okay the farther north you get the closer you are to europe shit. watch out buddy come on but yeah and so you know they're trying to say um that this is gonna somehow crack down on child pornography i don't really understand how myself I don't think they're gunning for that. I don't think they're gunning for that either. Let me see what else I just saw um, parallelized with what you done seen. Yes. I just need to get the screen in order. Fucking producing <laughs> is the fun stuff. Let me tell you something, man. Listen here. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just had to, because I had some B-roll of some more coverage of this, but yes. from 2018. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's uh, the that B-roll that folks looking at the video saw was coming from Business Insider. I'm really improperly using the language B-roll, <laughs> and um, but yeah, this is also uh, from from the article that that video was on. Um, police dogs can be trained to sniff out electronics like cell phones, thumb drives, computers, and memory cards. These dogs can find anything with digital storage by training them to recognize the scent of TPPO, a chemical that coats memory chips to protect them from overheating. Yes, I saw that too. Yeah, so goddamn, so the lithium and the TPPO, right? See, it's almost like it, now Now the new show is about this is how you do show prep, but we've, we've done that already. I think we've done several of those. I think we have, yeah. Yeah, matter of fact, the one that I reposted that uh, I called... Um, like old wine or something but i'm taking the name you gave me vintage wine yeah i'm gonna call those vintage wine yeah like that the russia one oh yeah it was like a how to do show prep episode Mm -hmm. and then um quora.com which i don't think is a good place to go (laughs) like maybe for some cultural stuff there might be something interesting but that's quora is not journalism right that's just people with opinions yeah but the date stamp is interesting 2016 how to conceal your cell phone from a dog that can sniff them Mm-hmm. uh d- damn i'm scrolling down more psychology today what are these niggas talking about i don't be going to psychology today but Headline, phone-sniffing dogs, a new weapon against high-tech crime, uh, posted December 18th. What year? 2015. Hmm. Nah, 2015's a little young. It's a little young. Okay, what year? Yeah, take some youth off of it. 2011. 2011. 2011. Under the Obama administration. It's his second term, folks. He can do what he really wants now. Of course it's under the Obama administration, but you know why that's interesting to me. What did they say it was for? 
Uh, oh, uh, high-tech crime. That didn't sell. So what are they selling it as now? Child pornography. Ah. <laughs> Let's take a look. Psychology Today. Uh, article up by Stanley Corin, PhD. Um, I don't know the S, I guess psychology. Yeah, why, why else would you not write here? And uh, this area is called the Canine Corner. <laughs> Although our lives are being impacted uh, uh, by a greater and greater use of complex technology, our low-tech companions and workmates, namely dogs, seem to find new applications all the time. Often dogs are better at solving problems than high-tech devices. Here is an example involving the control of criminal behavior. One of the most recent problems, uh, one of the most recent problems... Uh, oh, why are there typos in psychology today? They put the word problem twice. One of the most recent problems problems that dogs have been called out to deal with involves cell phones. At first blush, to those of a... At first blush. That's nice. That makes you think of Honey and... and Mrs. Honey and Matilda. At first blush... <laughs> Uh, at first blush, those of us outside of the penal system, cell phones do not seem like any kind of threat. That I, I immediately saw them as, what are you, what are you on, nigga? What, can't you fucking, like, use, can't you have two cellular telephones so you can attach one to a bomb and use mm-hmm. the other to detonate it with a call? Mm-hmm. And couldn't you do that, like, in an old school, uh, like, yeah. on the marinating on the corner with a chip in his phone days yes. in the 80s yes in the 80s nigga when arnold schwarzenegger was like that guy <laughs> like we're talking before arnold schwarzenegger teamed up with danny devito this was going on yeah it's new mm. it's new it's new and then also, like, as soon as I saw fucking, hey, look, phone have a cam- my phone has a camera. This is going to be horrible for women and girls. Mm-hmm. Ah, continuing. This is good stuff on psychology today, buddy. <laughs> Those, it seems like a threat. However, inside a prison, cell phones defeat some of the purpose of incarceration. <laughs> man, look, man, listen here. However, inside a prison, cell phones defeat some of the purpose of incarceration. Let's take them at face value here. You can. They are among the biggest problems prison officials face. Criminals with cell phones continue to run their gangs even while locked up. They never did this before cell phones. All right. Um, yes. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I'm looking for something. (laughs) While locked up. In the past five years, prisoners in Maryland and Tennessee use cell phones to help organize murders, run drug operations, and plan escapes. In Florida, a prisoner used a cell phone to threaten and intimidate witnesses that were to be called to his trial. (laughs) This... Like what? I'm so angry I cannot find the article fast enough, and I'm pretty sure we covered it. But 
because they're saying all this shit and making it sound really fucking scary to that fear mongering <laughs> yes. shit. But do you remember we covered the story? It was a dude who was already in prison for something, snuck a cell phone in and was like checking his Facebook and shit. But the way the, the state laws were written, it was like another felony every time you check it. Yeah. So because he checked his shit like five times in one day, he got like 10 more years on his sentence. I think that was our 2017 shit. shit. Yeah. But like... That, like, they're saying all this, Wait. but that's the story that's in my head, is someone was sentenced to extra years in prison for checking their fucking Facebook or tweeting from their jail cell. I think I'm ill though. That might actually be, like, 2014, 15. Mm. Yeah, I think it may be older than that. Yeah, I think I think we may have done that on the Dell Inspiron computer. Mm. Yeah. Woo! That was hard podcasting. Uh, more of it, like... The crowd that this fucker is aiming for, like, I think of some of the um, the white women in Spanaway when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I picture them reading this article. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> uh, they're among the biggest problems prison officials face. Um, in the past five years, prisons in Maryland and Tennessee use cell phones that, yeah, organize the murders, intimidate witnesses that were to be held at trial. In Texas, a death row inmate used a smuggled cell phone to make death threats against a state senator. What are they going to do? Just kill him faster? I want to know what senator it was. (laughs) Who is still listening to this? Oh, no. Oh, no. But this is a good time to remind everybody, please do not use that biometric shit on your phone. Do not do the face recognition to unlock. Do not do the thumbprint shit to unlock. Especially if they're going to have dogs, like, just sniffing any fucking cell phone or any fucking electronic device. Please don't do that. I don't care how cute and useful it looks in the commercials. What'd you find? Okay, let's see. Um, This was... I, I was looking at the date stamp. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Cause, but the article is 2013, but the story is 2018. So I'm running back to CBS News. Is that Canada? Canada? CBS? Yeah, or is that C- CBC? I think that's CBC. Okay. I know there's a Canada one that I listen to the podcast of their news. All right. Governor Rick Perry on Monday ordered the lockdown of the state's um, 111 prisons. And it's just like, do they even... It, now now I can't help myself. Now I have to see this. How many counties does Texas have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have 254 counties and 111 prisons. Sounds about right. Jesus Christ. I wonder if um detention centers are included in the prison count. Or are those like separate? And, and, and then juvenile detention centers right. as and well. And county jails, because it says prison, and a jail and prison are not technically the same thing. And then are, are drunk tanks the same thing as jails? Or, yes, or that's, is, that's is that part of the jail. Is that vernacular? That's part, like, a part of the jail. Okay. Yeah. I don't know shit about jail. Man, it's ill. Like, I, I have gone state to state functioning in this fucked up capitalist system, and I have managed to evade incarceration right and i'm not even a criminal just being black and not being incarcerated is evading incarceration yes it literally <laughs> that's is, what it is uh looking at uh go- he ordered monday the lockdown to the 111 prisons uh statewide for contraband 
the condemned inmate's uh, 60-year-old mother was arrested and accused of buying minutes for the phone, and investigators said more arrests were expected. So what, but who is the state senator, though? Da-da-da. Authorities learned about the phone after inmate Richard Tabler called um, Senator John Whitmire and told him uh, he knew the names of the legislator's daughter and where they lived and said uh, John Moriarty, the prison system's uh, inspector general. Okay, so that's who we are. John Whitmire. All right. Goofer. Oh, did you find what you were looking for? No. Damn. John Whitmire. I just want to see John Whitmire um, campaign ad. Right? This is conversation radio show. I wish I was doing this with call-in listeners. <laughs> Re-elect John Whitmer for District 15. Ooh, District 15, you say? Okay, he did. All right, John Whitmire. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I know I'm not going to like him. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, I don't know. Speaking against SB1. What is SB1 in Texas? What is what? SB1 in Texas. Oh, I don't, are you looking up bills now? Man, this is how the rabbit holing happens. Because now I want to know what he's saying about what. A bill to um, a bill to be entitled an act, uh, SB1, uh, relating to election integrity and security, including uh, by preventing fraud in the conduct of elections in his state. Increasing criminal penalties, creating criminal... So this is uh, basically a you niggers can't vote bill. Okay. And he's speaking against it? Oh, no. What party is this nigga? This is how it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh-oh. A whole lot of issues that I... Oh, their decibels ain't shit. Damn, I'm not gonna be able to get anything from that. The decibels ain't shite. Damn, John Whitmire Media, like, fix your YouTube videos. Let me see. Sam, he's, if he's speaking against it, I'm betting he's a he's a Democrat, huh? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. All right, uh, you got anything else interesting? Oh. Yeah, I, I have gone way uh. off all sorts of deep ends. <laughs> um, let's see. What other news do I have? Um, there was the uh, story out of South Africa about some homo, well, lesbif- lesbi- lesbophobia, about a uh, lesbian woman who was stabbed. Shit. And, and, yeah. and just to confirm, he is a, he is a Democrat. He is. So now I'm wondering if that guy, like, was the was inmate like of a, a Nazi or something? Oh, fuck. What was he locked up for? Okay. While you're right. doing that story, I can't help this. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Um, so a 32-year-old woman who goes by the name Pinky Shangwe was stabbed to death after a man harassed her with unwanted advances. A spokesperson for the Mlazi police, uh, Lieutenant Colonel... Oh no, I am so gonna fuck up your name. Um, no, I, man, the last name is Guala. <laughs> uh, said that the case is being investigated as a murder and said, quote, she was found laying in the road and taken to a hospital where she succumbed to injuries. The motive of the killing is still unknown. Really? Because it says in the first paragraph what happened. Harassed her with unwanted advances. Mm-hmm. A spokesperson uh, for the KwaZulu Natal Social Development said that he was disturbed to hear about the incident after several awareness campaigns for LGTB equality in the area. 
They have a quote, we are very disturbed to hear of the another brutal murder of a lesbian woman. Another? Is this just a thing that's happening out there? Shit. Um, we are angry after our department has done a lot of public awareness campaigns to teach people to accept and live side by side with gays and lesbians. We've been telling people that gays and lesbians have rights and are protected by the Constitution. We believe it's time our courts started treating this violence differently and not being lenient when sentencing perpetrators. The tragic stabbing comes after a slew of violent crimes against the LGTB population in South Africa in recent years, including the murder of another lesbian in September 2021, only approximately 15 miles away from Shangwe's killing. Uh, previous victims always also include Lanwambo Jack, a 22-year-old gay man found murdered on his birthday. Oh. Um... Uh, 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 Nanlana Koza, a politician serving in the Department of Social Development, said, We are deeply ashamed that our nation, in our nation, we still have people facing discrimination based on sexual orientation. So, um, obviously, super important story. Obviously, she got attacked because she was a lesbian who did not want to have sex with a man. What is also interesting to me is that, um, with all of the, um, like, panic with all the turf shit going on lately... I'm not seeing a lot of TERFs covering stories like this because that's always their thing. They're like, trans women are so dangerous and they're a threat to us and women are in danger everywhere. But anytime there's a story about a black woman facing problems, they never say shit because this is a woman in South, a black woman in South Africa who got stabbed to death for being a lesbian. Where's the TERFs on this? Because they care about all women, right? All you need is a vagina and you're in the game, right? Oh, yeah. So, woman. Yeah, like all the folks that like... Uh that aren't TERFs, right? Because we shouldn't use that for everyone because some people that you're calling TERFs aren't feminist. TERF is for, that's what the F part is for, right? So for some people that are not TERFs, but are suddenly very, very, like they're big fans. They got banners, jerseys, the video game, right? All that, they dress up like them for Halloween, Right, they're they're doing a GoFundMe to make a movie about them because women's sports is where it's at, baby. Mm-hmm. And this damn Leah Thompson, this is Leah that Thompson it? that came in first once, but then lost twice after that, coming in fifth and eighth. <laughs> is that her name? Wow, I didn't know it this whole time. Ha! Huh. I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's one of them. It's, it's 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 one of those white names. It's um, it's like it's it's a buttered mayonnaise name, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a white name, but they put some butter on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also. Yeah. And along those lines, it's also interesting because they're not talking about Brittany Griner. All these sudden, this sudden new wave of female athletes, the supporters, the supporters of female sports. I don't know why they're not talking about the Britney situation. And I'm going to make, let's let's have fun. Let's get a little problematic here. I think even you niggas that are, um, that are like, you know, supporting Britney Griner, hashtag support. Mm -hmm. Even you are a bit disingenuous. You weren't no fucking fan. You just heard of her now too, nigga. Like you like for the most part, you're just you're you like it's copy pasta, copy pasta. Yeah. Is that it? You're just copying what you see because you agree it's a good idea, but you were not actually an authentic fan. Mm-hmm. That's why you just heard of that nigga too. Right. Yeah, and get the fuck out of here. And you don't have to what is it? You ain't gotta lie to kick it. <laughs> uh oh. Having a tough go. You got gas? Oof. Means leader just got really nauseous. Wanna wrap it up? Oh, you could just keep talking for a minute. 
All right, just keep running through it for a minute. Um, all right, we're flipping it all the way on back to what I was looking at over here uh, with the um, <clears throat> the cellular telephone threats. Right, very dangerous, scary cellular telephones, and we are threatened by them. And uh, the guy that threatened that senator, he's just a killer. Oh, okay. He's just a street ass killer. He's killed multiple people, including um, women that were uh, uh, dancers at a, uh, I guess, strip club is the language we go with. Right. Um. I don't talk about them enough. I don't know if the vernacular has moved at all yet. Strip club still. Okay. Yeah. Dancers at a strip club. He killed them because he thought they were gonna snitch on him for all the killing he's already doing. He Jesus just, Christ. Yeah. Richard Tabler's just a killing motherfucker. Yeah. Like. Like. It was like. Okay. I'm looking at the first paragraph. Okay. Because he killed this person and then they killed also that person. And the next paragraph longer. It's like and he also killed these people and then he went to that county and he also killed that person. And, uh, and obviously there's, um, I don't know if ableism is the language. Again, I don't talk about these things. I, I've just been covering teachers saying the N-word for so long, I've lost sight of other things. Okay. And, uh, fucking, but, um, apparently he has, uh, major mental health problems such as schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. That makes so much more sense now. Major okay. depression and needing, a uh, special consideration. And, uh, he made, uh, those pleas in court yeah yeah i don't know how authentic or not i don't fucking know honestly the schizophrenia kind of tracks okay yeah oh when i say thought they were snitching on him yeah okay yeah yeah it's a it's a fucking long one and it's on uh, law.justia.com because like that's also like sort of like a weird case in general right because usually when someone is killing a bunch of people it's either because they're very dedicated to like a criminal lifestyle right it's like organized crime or something like that or like gang members or it's like a serial killer Mm. most people aren't just out here killing other people like like usually if even if there is a murder it's usually uh like someone that you know like someone robbed me or someone cheated on me you know what i'm yeah. saying like it's a specific it's not just like a bunch of random people in it's the what, state. what you think is a transgression worthy of killing over yeah 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 so i was like why is it so many different that explains it so. yeah right like the shit what the fuck um uh, a appellant decided on November 18th, 2004, that he would kill, um, I cannot pronounce this name, Ramuni, after Thanksgiving in preparation for killing Ramuni. He brought a 9mm gun, a camcorder, and a pickup truck. Then on the night of November 25th, uh, which uh, was Thanksgiving Day, he called him with an offer to sell him uh, a cheap stereo equipment and told him they would meet. And uh, da da da, they meet with the truck. When the car stopped, well, he killed the guy. And then, um, and then had the videotape destroyed. Damn. Yeah, the guy's, uh, he's out there. Yeah, Richard Lee Tabler. Uh, but where did this come from, though? About dogs sniffing dogs phones. Sniffing phones. Yes. And we were over at, yeah, Psychology Today took me here. Yes. This fucking propaganda-ass piece. Are you still nauseous? Do you need uh, one of those ice water things? Oh, you've got, she has one of those ice water things. Yes. We're in the game. But yeah, yeah, this all, yeah, this did start with fucking porn sniffing dogs, and now here we are. Yeah. But yeah, but see, but what did I say about the propaganda? It wasn't scary enough to fear monger about inmates having cell phones because no one gives a shit about inmates because if you can't see them, they're not a problem. Right? In 2011, it wasn't working. So now it's about porn. Oh, that's good stuff. Which is also like. 
And I think like people aren't taking it seriously and I wish they would because people are like, well, but porn's legal. So what are they going to stop me for? And be like, oh, we think you have porn on your phone. Y'all are not understanding. They're going to accuse you, uh, say that like we suspect it's child porn or we suspect it was uploaded without consent, like revenge porn. That's what they're going to say because porn is legal. But the goal is to start criminalizing porn again, again, again. These are the same people trying to ban abortion, the same people trying to ban LGBTQ people from existing and having rights, the same people who want more police force, the same people who don't want um, black and Latino people to vote. These are the same people and they want to ban all sex work and all pornography and basically what they want is any sexual contact outside of a cis hetero Christian marriage to be illegal. Same people. (laughs) So no more reasonable suspicion for you. Let's take a look at one more of these propaganda videos and wrap this thing up. I'll throw my little luncheroo together and get on down to this here uh, building. And I guess for uh, folks listening, um, uh, you should hear it. But uh, yeah, we uh, have a little vidya here coming again off the old business insider there. These police dogs aren't looking for illegal drugs or explosives. They're looking for something that most of us have on us at all times. Cell phones. Every crime is usually touching some sort of digital evidence. Um, Cell phones are ubiquitous. Everybody has a cell phone, so it's important a lot of times to find these devices if they are hidden or discarded. Detective George Jupin is the proud owner of Selma. (laughs) Oh shit, let me get to the other screen. Selma is part of a pilot program at the Connecticut State. Yes. What the fuck did he just say? Everyone has a cell phone. They know what they're doing. You sure? Yes. Oh, I'm quite sure. Police department. The program trains dogs to find devices that store data. Since 2012, they've trained nine dogs. And they've shared their knowledge with other police departments so they can train their own dogs. Selma and the other dogs in training aren't just looking for cell phones. They're looking for anything that might store data. Things like thumb drives, computers, SD cards, and cameras. Before the program existed... They're not going to use this data to find out if someone was a regular user of 4chan or regularly visited Stormfront. Of course not. Hell, that's a good thing. Remember, what side are the police on? Right. Right, like... Right, like somebody else, what like what we're looking at on screen, someone just sees a guy. I see a big white man that I don't know, but he works for the cops, and mm-hmm. he's a big fucking white man looking at the camera holding a dog on a leash. It's like a threat to me. That doesn't look like, hey, Dave. Mm-hmm. No, that was like a fucking problem. Investigators had a hard time finding digital evidence. They found as they were doing their investigations that they were missing pieces. You know, they could find paperwork. Um, but they were missing devices that could have stored a lot of information. And they asked, if, is there any chance that we can train a dog to find a thumb drive, I think was the first thing they asked. A lot of the work we do is crimes against children or child exploitation work where we're looking for devices that have uh, illegal content on them. So that could range from desktop or laptop computers to smartphones and removable devices like USB drives or flash drives. In 2015, the poor and they highlight it for folks looking at the video, like 
yeah, they brought up an image. Like, Business Insider, for their video, they literally have a screenshot of Tech Insider. This is what we're in right now. And in the screenshot of the headline, they highlight porn-sniffing dog. And in the rest of the headline, helped bring down Subway star Jared Fogle. That one's in everyone's head. That's mm-hmm. when uh, when Jimmy... Do- Damn, I had a beef with Jimmy Dore. Yeah, because behind the Jared Fogle shit, I made the post that um, I said, if you, uh, if you joke about, uh, what, like child pornography, uh, stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, I'm not... I'm not prejudging you. I'm post-judging you because now I know what I need to know about you. Yeah. And Jimmy Dore fell off in my thread popping shit. <laughs> and yeah, that was... Well. But then again, he has a theme song, Anarchy, on his thing. And I think we should have paid closer attention to that when he started using that music drop that said Anarchy. Mm. An electronic sniffing dog found a hidden thumb drive at Jared Fogel's house. It ended up being a key piece of evidence in the case against the former Subway spokesperson. The dogs are used in other scenarios too, like counterterrorism oh, cases. Where? Oh, I was looking at the date stamp. He's if he's not out already, he should be getting out like in a year. Jared Fogel just <laughs> gonna be out there. Yeah. Yeah, because I said 15 years. It's almost 15 years from that date stamp. That was, that was what, 2000 what? 15. Or no, yeah, because he'll be out because he's going to get... um Probably good behavior. Yes. Be a well-behaved I, white man. Yeah, and if I recall, he um, spent a bunch of time in jail during trial, and that counts towards his sentence, so I've been told. Shit, so 2000... Yeah, huh, 2020... It's 2022. It's not 2020. Yeah. Yeah, that year happened already, and another year behind it. Yeah, time is fucking stupid. Yeah. Someone could be storing documents or plans on a hidden thumb drive. Or in cases of fraud, where proof of fraudulent businesses or forged documents could be found on a concealed laptop. We got called out to a scene where the concern was that there might be... Ah, you, you, you heard something very telling. Um, no, it just made me think about, um, as they're... Just because the scope of this is so wide, I was thinking of this mostly in terms of, like, violating civil rights, but also, holy shit, civil forfeiture. Do you know how many fucking, like, iPads and shit they are about to steal? Oh, you were re- re- recording that police beating. Our our dog smells some porn on that phone. (laughs) I don't think you're going to get to upload this one, buddy. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're just going to fucking take everybody. (sighs) Don't go to protest. Just don't. They they lead to nothing. There have been, uh, like, I think I might retire the word uprising. They're not uprisings. They're just activities. Activities? Yeah, you just kind of you just you know you're just getting out there working up an appetite, you mm-hmm. know, seeing if you go to jail tonight. <laughs> I'm working up an appetite, seeing if I'm gonna go to jail tonight. Don't mess with Big Jim. Oh no! <laughs> All right, let's see. Be some hidden cameras uh, throughout the house. Yeah. Um, brought Selma in, and we searched the house, uh, each floor of the house, and, and each room in the house. And yeah. When we got into one of the bathrooms, Selma oh, yeah. alerted to a vent. Uh, inside that vent, we discovered there was a miniature camera. So how exactly do these dogs manage to smell something that, to us, doesn't have much of a scent? 
Humans have about six million olfactory. Man, when you first open a package, lithium smells fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. Receptors in our noses. Dogs have up to three hundred million. So they obviously have a the much better sense of smell. The propaganda-ass shots of these goddamn dogs. Yeah. The sad, droopy eyes on the, the face on the floor. Fuck y'all niggas for this shit. I bet that's also part of the oh training. God. They train yeah, the dogs to recognize cameras. Fucking probably, but that's their signal. When they find shit, they put their face on the floor. Or they remember the one he put his chin on the table. And the camera does, if the camera has a lithium battery, that's good. This is real cool. To get these dogs to sniff out electronics specifically, the canine team sent a bunch of devices to their lab, which was able to isolate one specific scent. The compound we use is uh, triphenylphosphine oxide, uh, TPPO for short. TPPO is a chemical that coats memory chips to protect them from overheating. With TPPO isolated, handlers can train the dogs to locate devices. All that is is a simple food reward system. We have the dog smell the odor, they're rewarded with food. Smell the odor, rewarded with food, repetitively. The dogs learn to associate the smell of the chemical with being fed, and that's what motivates them to search for it. They start out by smelling the pure chemical in a jar. So This is fucking dark. Mm-hmm. They can really master the scent. Once a dog gets that... And I'll know folks can really hear it, because I, I turn my instrumental all the way down. Their music is like that sort of Warner Brothers-y, like, cartoon music. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I can hear the little, like, pizzy strings. Oh, let me turn mine down even more. Yeah, their music is a little funny to me. Down, they move on to real devices to see if they can identify the smell of TPPO when it's inside a device. And even though all dogs yeah, it yeah, let me turn it down. Smell, yeah, it sounds like Bugs Bunny is about to sneak right up on Elmer dog. Fudd right now. Right, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, like it sounds silly. Yeah, like it, it makes me think of like um, I swear to fuck, there's like a movie called Minivan or something, and it is a delightful, wholesome suburban comedy, and the music makes me think of that. I wish it, folks. No, no, ma'am. I when I saw this movie, I was still in the foster care house. This is to train the dogs to identify the smell of TPPO, even if the device has been torched. The dogs also do room searches, so they become familiar with searching an indoor environment. When a dog locates a device, it sits down to alert its handler. The handler then asks the dog to point to it again, and then gets more food. I mean, it's just all there. Right? Like, even the settings they're using looks like a nice suburban house. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything's well done. Right? The, the, and the police, they don't have on the regular police uniforms. You can right. tell that these are, like, these are, like, the even better police. Yep. Right? Like, man, those are actually some nice cargo pants. I want a pair of those. Right? They actually look like some decent work pants. Too bad they're not working. Mm. Uh, fucking right, the dog, the sight of a of a of a of a white man mm-hmm. feeding the dog straight from his hand. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, good boy. Mm-hmm. Right, and then and then make sure you have the right. The the white woman is here too, professional white woman, but yes. also still blonde. This is yes, very, important. very important, and she's going to speak and and, and explain this to you. But the white man's going to do the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. The white woman's there as a proper support structure. Yes. The fucking dog is blonde. They mm-hmm. have the black lab, too. They're inclusive. The one that they made sit outside on the ground while this one's inside on a bed. Yeah. 
uh, what what's that motherfucker's name on Charlie Brown? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little nigga they had sitting on the other side of the table. Oh man, wrap it up. The dogs only get fed if they've smelled TPPO first. Show me. That way, they continue to stay motivated to find it. What's your but don't worry, they do get enough food. And they even get to have normal lives outside of work. She comes with me to work, and she comes with me back home. I mean, she's like family. Oh my god. Just everything that we have said about white people and dog culture. Just all of it. All of it. All of it. <laughs> On display a wee bit. We treat right. them so well. Thousands of in- Oh, turn that off. All right, folks, WineCellarMedia.com. Uh, we have the tip jar open over there at PayPal.me slash PhoenixAndWilliam. Uh, Patreon.com slash Fund. Coming to the end of another month. All right, and uh, just uh, keep cranking them the fuck out somehow. And but it is 6:06 a.m. and it is Friday, so I would like to uh, get out the door as soon as I can. But I will upload this before I go, so that folks that get up in the morning and want a morning wine cellar can get that shit. All right, uh, y'all have a peaceful one, son. And the clearest thing I've ever seen in my life is when Mitch McConnell gets off track, he turns around and the guy behind him gives him the Illuminati hand signal of authoritarianism. Now I'm pissed. Royal pissed. However, I am pissed. Now I'm pissed. Pissed. Royally pissed. I'm here to tell you, there's a group of elitists that run this nation, a group of globalists that run the world, and their money runs it. And I'm going to tell you something, it is nothing more than a satanic death cult. I told my wife, I said, well, honey, (laughs) Big Daddy's about to take out the one-eyed devil in our house. (laughs) These chicks are in there doing TikTok dances. Better than being the devil's whore. Kamala Harris is whore. You will not wear masks in this church. You will not wear masks in this church. I'm telling you right now, do not get vaccinated. Do not get vaccinated. Cool, Dad. What is that? Some old Indian thing. What's it for? Well, I don't know much about Indians, but I do know tools. And if I had to guess, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull... Twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. Yep, that's what it's for. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.